Broadcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, the ARC Digital Transformation Viewpoints podcast is the only podcast dedicated to all things related to digital transformation in energy, industrial, and critical infrastructure applications. The podcast is the creation of the ARC Advisory Group Digital Transformation Practice. ARC advises leading companies on technology trends and market dynamics that affect their business. To engage further, please like and share our podcasts or reach out directly on Twitter at ARC underscore advisory, or please go to the website at www.arcweb.com. This is Peter Reynolds, industry analyst, and in this episode, we'll explore the recent groundswell of support around the need for sustainable and open digital twins. Sustainable digital twins are needed after handover for the long operate and maintain portion of a plant's life cycle. So today I'm with Sustainable Asset Digital Twin Working Group member Robert Whitaker, principal technical expert in the instrumentation controls and electrical discipline, or ICE, with Shell. Um, so, Robert, thanks for being with me today. Yeah, thank you, Peter. And call me Bob. Um, happy to be here with you. So, Bob, let's talk about digital twins. We see digital twins as a dynamic virtual representation of a physical entity using real world data. And digital twins are quite popular today. So, Shell must have a lot of different digital twins. What do you see as some of the challenges today and why should it matter to a company like Shell? Yeah, great question, Peter. Thanks. So, as you might suspect, Shell is actively pursuing a number of pilots and deployments of digital twins in in both assets and capital projects, actually. The challenges that we're seeing, they actually impact both our ability to replicate as well as to sustain these digital twins. Some of the problems are as basic as changing the ways of working for people. So change management can't be underestimated. It's it's really difficult, it's manageable, but it's difficult to change the way of working in projects and assets. On maybe a more technical note, we're, we're missing what we see as real open industry standards that have global consistency. And we believe addressing this would improve both real-time integration across platforms and data sources, but also these open standards could lead to tool agnostic approaches. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about open standards, but let's just park that concept for a minute. Uh, Bob, I know you recently became part of a of a working group, and this term "sustainable asset digital twins" or "open asset digital twins." What can you tell me about uh, the scope of your new working group, your charter mandate, and focus? Uh, absolutely. Um, so I see us as a as a group of industry users that actually are encountering very similar challenges in deployment and sustainability of these digital twins. I think all of us are striving for a more sustainable digital twin. Um, and, and as a company, we're there to uh, to share our learnings and, and really to also learn from others. So one of the things that uh, I know the, the working group has discussed at length, uh, and that is the wide range of digital twin software or commercial offerings from a multitude of different vendors and the confusion that's created in the industry. And I know the working group uh, met to help create clarity and alignment around the opportunities for digital twin. And one mechanism the group used in order to create the clarity was a Venn diagram showing the commonalities and key components of digital twins as as depicted by the working group. And in the Venn diagram, there were three distinct components. It included process models, visualization, and data. So what does it mean, uh, this Venn di- diagram, the importance of it, and what is the significance of the intersection of the three parts? Yeah, great. So um, 
Shell has a working definition of a digital twin that actually was developed before the working group met, but it's very well aligned um, with that. Um, our, our definition is the, the virtual representation of the physical elements and dynamic behavior of an asset over its life cycle. That's our working level definition of a digital twin. Um, and, and as you can see, it, it aligns super well with the, the working group's definition. And it also encompasses all three of those aspects you talked about, both the process, the visualization, and the data mentioned in the Venn diagram. So we're fully aligned with that. Okay, so another another component of the of the working group is the considerable time was spent discussing opportunities. And I know the group went back and forth. Are they principles or, or opportunities? But I think they left them at opportunities right now because it's still relatively early. So in in the document, so the, there's a the document that was produced by the working group moving towards sustainable asset digital twins. There were there was three sec or three columns of this chart where it, it indicated challenges, opportunities, and needs. And as an example of one one challenge identified that was there was a great diversity in disparate data sources that must be federated and and unified. So can you give me some examples of of the, the the opportunities that were identified as part of that working group, at least at least some of the ones that were significant to Shell. So so sure, and upfront recognizing that there really is a great diversity of data sources that need to be brought together. Um, some of the opportunity around that is for the data to actually be interoperable. Um, so instead of assuming that the digital twin requires a monolithic technology stack from a single supplier, um, we really believe that data sources need to be federated and unified. Uh, so the needs of that uh, imply that we need to work with technology suppliers as well as the data standards organizations right. in supporting those data standards open, uh, data standards that allow us to plug and play and then as owner-operators using the digital twins, we need to align on these open standards and approaches. Okay, so to help frame this up for listeners, uh, you know, beyond the, you know, the Venn diagram, which, you know, certainly very, very broad definition, the, the, uh, the working group also talked about uh, different uh, use cases for uh, high-value uh, digital twins or fully mature uh, uh, sustainable asset digital twins. Uh, what are some that that uh, are significant to your company? Sure, and I would approach this question from mainly my my automation engineering background, but I I do see use cases uh, across a spectrum that include safety and production and even engineering productivity. For example, in the safety area, data inconsistency across different systems in the automation stack. Um, such as an instrument tag from an instrument uh, system could be different potentially right. uh, from a DCS or a safety system or you know even a, a PNID for example. So this is where concepts like a master tag register is a potential solution that's of interest and we need to pursue further. We're also challenged in this area by historical ways of working that really is are centered around the basis of documents instead of data. So we need right. to move towards a single version of the truth and a more data-centric approach. In the area of production, we believe that digital twins have a role actually in improving unplanned downtime. 
Right. And if you think about a company like ours or the industry, you know, even 1% of unplanned downtime has a lot of value uh, for us to go after. You could also help answer the question of what is the real-time cost of energy? Okay. And going forward through the energy transition, this becomes even more important, of course. An example from engineering productivity is the development of something that's called the hazardous area equipment register. Mm -hmm. In many cases, this is a regulatory requirement, so it's something we pay careful attention to. Uh, historically, development of that register has been very manual and time-consuming. For large projects, this could easily require at least one full-time equivalent um, cost to uh, develop that register. And then as a regulatory requirement, it carries over into the operate phase for the life of the asset. In a digital twin environment, on the other hand, uh, the development of that register could be as simple as running a report and assuming that the equipment specification data integrated with like classification models, et cetera, et cetera, mm -hmm. in the 3D model, uh, that becomes a reality. So very interesting use case. All right. So sustainable asset, digital twins, open federated data. You've got a working group of other companies. What's what's next for the sustainable asset digital twin working group? Sure. Well, as you know, the ARC forum is coming up um, actually next week. And um, ARC is hosting an industry panel session for the Sustainable Asset Digital Twins Working Group. And Shell and others from the working group will be sharing our views on opportunities and challenges in this area. And we really hope that listeners to the podcast will actually join this session if, if possible. I really would also like to highlight the Industry Data Standards Lab that's been launched this year at Texas A&M University. The first phase of this effort is going to address two international data standards, including CFOS in the asset and document registry space, but also construction industry institute around construction management and advanced work planning. So we're looking forward to the efforts of, of those two um, those dangerous activities. Bob, thanks very much for being with me today. We're really looking forward to the uh, the session at the ARC Forum uh, next week. Thanks for being with me today. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity to speak to you as well. Take care. 